0: Frank
1: Jackson, Frank Jackson threw up a couple of heat check shots. They went in. He played great. Duke has a 19-point lead with 15 and a half minutes left. Coach Kate just takes him out of the game. Subs him out for Grayson Allen. Uh, a clearly hobbled Grayson Allen, and Frank Jackson...
0: Why did they have to play Grayson and Didn't all? make a basket the rest
1: of the game. Made one free throw.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that tells you something about... The way the offense runs, or Frank Jackson's role in the team—that they didn't like. He wasn't—I mean, he had the ball in his hands, but he—he's not facilitating. He, well, he, he hes not a point guard. I mean, we texted after one of those games earlier last week. Like, I like Frank Jackson. He's the best ball handler in the team. He's the best version of like a, a ball handling lead guard that we have. But that spurt like even tonight he played great against Florida State big huge win for us and uh, were you saying did he have any assists we, I mean we, one we, assist maybe probably yeah he's not like he's not a distributor is what I mean right but he's a but seems it, like a pretty good league guard you know And I'd love for him to be more aggressive and wish all season he was more aggressive because every time he gets a head of steam going towards the rim good things mostly happen right Did you see a little Russell Westbrook in him? I don't see Russell Westbrook. I I see, I see like Will Avery. Will Avery? (laughs) You know, I see like,
1: you know, Will Avery was very good his sophomore year. Very good. Yeah. Very, very good.
0: He was pretty good his freshman year. He was all, he, he had that aggressive gene from, from the get go. Um, but like, you know, Frank Jackson's bigger than Will Avery. Uh, I, I don't see like Russell Westbrook as a as a phenomenon. I don't, I don't understand. Everybody goes crazy about his athleticism. He's very athletic, but he's, he's bad, not. He's a bad, bad basketball athletic. player. Are you talking about Russell Westbrook? Yeah, we don't have to get off on that.
1: Yeah, I was just saying like his his, his uh, explosiveness to the basket, going right or left, his athleticism. It looked like that one time he he took that power dribble and then it looked like he jumped a little bit inside the free throw line and he wanted two hand jam it, but he. Thought better of it midair, and then he just laid it. laid He didn't lay it up. He just, you know.
0: As excited as we are about Tatum and Frank Jackson and these guys, they're not those NBA comparisons. Obviously, Harry Giles isn't. I mean, Frank Jackson didn't even dunk tonight. Like Russell Westbrook gets to the rim and throws it down.
1: You're, but I. We don't have to get bogged down on this, but I think you're you're viewing Russell Westbrook. In OKC as a seasoned. NBA veteran Yeah If you would go back in time And looked at him in UCLA He'd probably be Much raw Much more raw Than say Frank Jackson He was what's pretty,
0: what's He pre- was pretty
1: raw Didn't even start His freshman year Yeah he was pretty raw I think I think one of the guards Had to get injured For him to Become a starter And get Get, get playing time
0: Yeah I mean I remember A young Kyle, Kyle Lowry At Villanova Being raw As well And just Filled with aggression Super athletic um, Frank Jackson's actually pretty polished I mean his jumper is smooth His mechanics It's are inexcusable really good.
1: that he doesn't get 30 to 35 minutes a game Inexcusable
0: How many minutes a game it Looks like he's got 23 minutes a game in the season Yeah
1: a lot of those came Early in the season when he was a starter
0: Because we had so many injuries He's played 30 minutes once In ACC play and it was tonight Against Florida State Pretty good results uh, but, yeah, yeah, given how short our bench is, you think he would. Our get bench shouldn't minutes?
1: be that short. You know, I was actually just thinking, you know, how Coach K always says, you know, he doesn't really have a system. He doesn't have a certain offense. Like, he just, he caters his system to the personnel that he has. Um, the news came out yesterday uh, that Giles and Grayson Allen were going to be game time decision. Right? You remember that? Uh, you didn't know? Didn't see the okay. report. All right, so that came out, and, but, I'm, and I'm thinking, okay, let's just assume that they're not going to play. I mean, what should Coach K do? Yeah. I mean, I think it's easy. It's an easy decision. What do you think, Peter? Just tell me. I think <laughs> I think you have to play to your strengths. You have to play to your personnel. So what I would do is, out of Frank Jackson, Matt Jones, and Luke Kennard, those are your three guards, okay? Sort of divvy up the, the two guard minutes with them. Jason Tatum is your small forward. You know, Matt Jones can spell him, but he's your three. And then you have a glut of big guys. You've got Emil. Jefferson. Okay, Jefferson wouldn't play. So
0: Jefferson, you said hire Giles is a game-time decision. You no, mean, no, no, I'm sorry. You meant Emil um, Jefferson. Emile Jefferson, yeah. Okay. So, so Giles and Bolden. Giles, Bolden, and Chase Jeter. I don't think Chase Jeter's available.
1: I've seen him on the bench in street clothes. He's clearly in game clothes. I think he had, like, a herniated disc, like, a month ago, but he seems...
0: He didn't get one minute tonight. Right. but they he's... brought in Justin Robinson at the end of the game.
1: Yeah, that was just a sub out uh the senior, Nick Pagliuca. It wasn't for I any strategic reason. I think if had
0: been available anytime recently, we would have seen him. But really? At least for a couple of minutes. Sure. He's a guy who started and played I mean, kind of decent at the end of the What I'm saying is,
1: these guys... I mean, Chase Jeter was the 11th highest recruited basketball player in his class one year ago.
0: I mean, I agree with you. that, you know, that like, Coach K should spread the minutes you around. You have all in these general, big guys, but and, and Jeter. I don't think Jeter's available. Okay. Jack White's available. I think I mean, Jack White could probably be a serviceable filling guy. And is Deloria available? I, we haven't seen these guys in two months. Yeah, I mean, right? So I mean, your point's taken. They're clearly not going to play. Um, what
1: what what is clear is that Matt Jones, Luke Kennard, and Jason Tatum are all going to
0: play pretty much close to forty minutes a game from here on out. At this point in the season, that's absolutely correct. He's only playing the guys that are playing. And even if, like, two guys foul out... doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's going with the other five guys. (laughs) And, like, maybe, you know, Bolden will get eight minutes. I mean, Bolden looks good every time he's on the court now. And he can't get off the pine. Uh, Just as an athletic or live body who plays pretty decent defense... Yeah. You think, Defensive, you think he'd be defensively? He's the had
1: guys. some some good moments. I mean, offensively, he seemed a little bit clumsy, you know, close to the basket. But I
0: think Giles. How hurt, do you judge based on three minutes of play here and one minute? He, he gets a few touches, you know. Yeah, he should. But, but defensively, he looks really good moving around the court, like yeah. you know. I mean,
1: no defensively, goal. he seems better than Giles. But I I feel like Giles has looked good against Syracuse and Miami, mm-hmm. Athletic. His
0: rebounding stats on a permanent basis are. Really, really phenomenal. Yeah, Giles keeps playing decently well in first halves and then not seeing the court in second he's he, Giles played five minutes and nobody's uh, even against look, Florida State. Nobody's looking for
1: him. And Florida State's the, the tallest team in the ACC. You know, the announcer said they'd be the second tallest team in the NBA. Yeah. Florida State. They look tall. So then and why, long.
0: why aren't we playing our bigs also? I mean, you remember, we did win the game tonight. Decisively. <laughs> <laughs> right, Peter. Yes, yes. We, we you have to admit that we did okay. win the game. So
1: we did lose the previous two games. So there could be room for improvement.
0: We lost two two road games. We're three and five in the ACC on the road. We the Syracuse game seemed like a fluky loss. We so, shouldn't have let them hang in. We didn't convert de- near the rim. Right definitely the fluky.
1: Half. A lot, a lot of and, fast break missed opportunities. In fact, lot, I, I, and
0: come on, that shot at the end. There were two bank shots. In the two second. bank come shots on, in the last two, four minutes. Three point bank shots. I mean. Good For Syracuse, it made the kids happy, I guess, but come on. I mean, it shouldn't have been that close. That, that's the criticism. Not that we lost the game, we obviously ran bad to lose the game, yeah, down the end. But, uh, but
1: also, also in the second half, it seemed like Gillen would just drive the ball right at Grayson Allen or Luke Kennard and pretty much get a free lane to them. We can't the stop, a good, and, and we don't have bigs to, to protect the basket as you know, in terms of help,
0: yeah, we don't have a guard. I guess Matt Jones, but even Matt Jones, like nobody seems to be able to stop the ball against a really good quick. ball handler, quick, quick, who has like a live body and can get to the rim. It's because That's a
1: big problem. It's because the two guards we have are Grayson Allen, Luke Kennard, and they're pretty big defensive liabilities.
0: Yeah, and the other problem we have is we don't have a great distributor, and it falls on one of Grayson Allen, Luke Kennard.
1: Jason Tatum has been passing the ball really well. Jason Tatum.
0: Jason Tatum's starting to look like like a point forward a little bit. He passes pretty – He's still still
1: making like like a number of boneheaded decisions. Still looks like
0: he's on the court like Uh, playing a different game than the other guys. Man, he makes some nice moves. The the other guys
1: are playing great team ball in the vein of like Golden State. Jason Tatum is channeling his Russell Westbrook OKC. I'm going to get my personal stats.
0: Uh, yeah. Not quite. He, it's a little unfair. I think Jason Tatum has been playing a lot within the team concept. And they they look to him towards the end of the shot clock. He's a pretty good I don't, option. I don't like that. You don't like that they look to Jason Tatum at yeah, the end of the shot clock? Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't,
1: I didn't like that they called a number of late plays for him in the end of the game. And he's sort of dribbling about 17, 18, 19 feet from the basket. Like he, like he got fouled one time to get bailed out. But he yeah. he's basically... Shooting tough contested fadeaway jumpers—that's going to be worth two points if he makes it.
0: Well, what I'm seeing is that he only knows how to score off the dribble, right? Yeah, like and as, like as, catch as a, and shoot three pointers, yeah. but he doesn't like he doesn't, never receives a pass cutting to the basket. Yeah, that's true. Never. Yeah. And for a guy yeah. with that length and his speed and athleticism, I mean, he caught an alley-oop dunk like a few games ago. It's not like he's never does it, but like. Yeah. I don't know if people just aren't capable. Guys, our guys aren't capable of throwing him the ball. Of like, but I don't know that that's it. Like, Jason Tatum is making a lot of the, pa- the passes to backdoor cutters. Maybe it's yeah. just. I think it's Jason Tatum doesn't move well without the ball. He looks to go get the ball. He doesn't look to make that cut like off of other other motion in the offense.
1: I, th- I think he's playing
0: really well. Yeah. Now he's, Giles does make those cuts sometimes, but and he, never he's, gets the he's, ball. He's overlooked a lot. Never gets. <laughs> I never yeah. look for him.
1: You know that that one like alley oop pass that I think Matt Jones threw to him in the Syracuse game, where where Giles was just flat footed mm-hmm. on the block and he just jumped <laughs> and dunked it with authority. And I was that was incredible. I was like, wow. Right? I was like, yeah. wow. I mean, if the guy can do that, we should probably be doing, they should be doing running that more often. I mean,
0: Frank Jackson and him should be running pick and rolls and killing teams. They should they should be clearing out for pick and rolls like. You know, just like they're in the NBA. I mean, Harry Giles, if and when he's healthy and he's in the NBA and he's getting what time, about? is going to be a pretty vicious pick and roll player. You know, yeah, he can catch and finish. Right. Uh, you know, if he's if he's playing off of a really good shooter.
1: Yeah, I feel like we haven't done very much or, at all in Luke, terms of pick Luke, and rolls. Luke Kennard
0: and Harry Giles should be should running pick and roll. Uh, by the way, incredible play tonight. Down up only eight, like. Bacon had made a, a two and a three to cut it to eight yeah. with like six minutes left in the game, and Canard uh, mm-hmm. gets the ball with like ten seconds left on the shot clock, twenty-five feet from the basket, waits for the yeah. screen to come. It, he was so poised. He yeah. waited for that screen, and like I, played it perfectly. Yeah. And, and I, I, I
1: remember that possession. I was like, "Look, come on, five seconds, four seconds, three. But he just he knew, and he was gonna take a. It wasn't. A three that was like right on the line. He was like about four or five feet behind the, the line. Right. He was tall. And it was, it was clear he was going to shoot that three.
0: Who set the screen? Jefferson, right? Okay. I mean, yeah. Jefferson. I think it was Jefferson. I mean, uh, he's, the, he's the only he, big who played. He's the only one who knows how to set a screen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jefferson. and like stay in the screen on a situation like that. But what I like there is Kennard knew what he wanted to do. Jefferson was in on it. And it was a plan well executed. And oftentimes in our offense, we, uh, you know, it's, it's unclear that anyone has a plan. There's a lot of, like, dribbling towards the basket without the right kind of cutters, without the right kind of spacing. Our spacing has been weirdly off during a lot of ACC play. You think so? Yeah, I mean, that, that efficient offense we showed early in the season... It hasn't been showing up as much. Now tonight, Kennard just didn't shoot well.
1: He shot okay, five for
0: thirteen. Yeah, you I mean he missed? He missed. Uh, I don't know. He probably missed his first two or three three pointers.
1: Yeah, I mean, but he he's he hasn't he didn't shoot. He obviously shot atrociously against uh, Miami. He's had a couple of games but, where he
0: hasn't shot well, and the defensive pressure is like teams are giving him more pressure. And Miami and Florida State are tough teams. Are in the play. They have athleticism and length. Yeah. Florida State's length is crazy. Um,
1: it's it's a yeah. <laughs> it's pretty insane I was I was I was really surprised that Coach K went small against him.
0: Yeah, I mean it worked out. It worked yeah. out partly because we were at home. Uh, on the road they smushed us uh, right?
1: Yeah, I think Florida State is significantly worse on the road. I mean, as are as our most teams.
0: Jason Tatum's playing better now. Yeah,
1: he yeah. he's I mean he he impacts the game those on so many levels. Uh I know you're going to hate me for picking a bone here. That block was sick that he smashed against the backboard, but Shane Battier would have gently blocked it against the backboard and come down with it so that he would retain possession instead of it being becoming like a 50/50 ball.
0: Yeah, Bill Russell would have done would have done that as well.
1: Maybe they would have caught it.
0: Yeah, Bill Russell just would have caught the ball. But yeah,
1: I mean Tatum's been great uh, in terms of like rebounding, blocking, steals, yeah, but he still so he still turns the ball over a hefty rate. I mean, he had five turnovers today.
0: Yeah, he's definitely not a perfect college player. He's still like a lot of potential he's that isn't realized. Sometimes he he's still like failing the finish sometimes. Yeah,
1: but, it's frustrating.
0: But how about that move? It's, how about that stre- That right-handed yeah. stretch around the guy. It was. I mean, he just made, like, three or four plays tonight where I was just like, wow, this guy. You know, it's, it, it's, nice, it's so, nice to see. Like, sometimes he makes it so easy. I,
1: I I think it was yesterday I rewatched the Syracuse and Miami game. I think it was against Miami where he had the ball on a fast break and there was just a, a short guard on him and he did a little shake and bake and then he just took it right at the, at the rim with his long arms and it was an easy bucket. And then other times he just... He seems so discombobulated when he's attacking the basket in transition.
0: Yeah. Uh, he had his worst offensive game of the year against Miami. Went over seven 0 for from 7. three, four from 16 from the field. Uh, and just, you know, uh, just seemed off after after three straight really good offensive performances before that, yeah. uh, where he shot the ball well. The th- three previous games, he was uh, 12 or 19 from three. And then he goes over seven in that game. One for five tonight, so you know he's not he's not a consistent long range shooter yet. It's, but it still looks when great. When it goes the, in, it looks the, great. The, right? the
1: ball coming off his hand still looks great. Even when he struggled against Miami, when I watched it again, you know he, I think he started off zero for seven in the first half. He looked to be more assertive in the second half, and he made three very good looking shots. And then he just sort of struggled um, again the rest of the way. I mean we. Was Miami? I think Miami in that game we had collectively as a team shot thirty two percent. I mean, you just can't win shooting thirty two percent. Yeah, we so
0: just it's impossible. We didn't shoot well enough. We just didn't make enough plays, and we only needed to make a few more. Yeah, like, in, bo- in both those games. And here is what I was encouraged by against both Miami and Florida State defense. The defense, the man, defense. the defense was there. No. That team defense. Everybody's playing hard. We're not getting beat for super easy basket. I mean, occasionally a guard penetrates and. Finishes, but just, just they just go right to the rack. But both it, of those games, we only gave you know, like we gave up fifty five points against Miami on the road. Uh, yeah, and it was just a very very. We,
1: Coach we, Coach K has to have the heart to sit Grayson Allen. The courage. We're
0: definitely a better defensive team without him out
1: there. I mean Frank Jack, I mean, look if you even look at Frank's defensive stance, he's low and wide, and he tries to move laterally. You know, I I feel like too often. So Grayson is too upright. He he gets beat because he's so upright and then he just fouls to to make the
0: play even worse. I mean, I think his injuries Yeah, for sure the injury part of injury us. plays in. Yeah. Yes. It's uh it's just great to see him play some amount of team defense when 6 weeks ago on that losing streak we were just getting like it was just embarrassing how right. we were playing pick and rolls like that's come up yeah, it, it's not as clear that we're just gonna get just gonna lay over for people on that end of the court. So that's great. Yeah, you know. So even though we lost two of the last three, I feel like we played pretty good defense in all three games. Even though Syracuse put up seventy eight, like I said, we played very bad defense down the stretch against them. Right, Gill- Gillen. Gillen
1: just seemed to have his way. He just yeah. kept attacking, kept attacking, and he would just blow by our guards, and there'd be nobody to help. At the rim.
0: So where does this leave us? How are uh, you feeling?
1: Yeah, let, let me actually say one more thing about tonight's game. Um, I sort of felt like Coach K uh, went with—he uh, was being sentimental tonight. You know, I—I I, senior night. Tonight was senior night. It was senior night. But we did we I thought we should it, get into that a little bit. I thought it was clear. Yeah. That Grayson should have sat and tried to rest up for UNC because it's a good. It's a good four days until we play UNC. So, I mean, if he didn't play tonight, then those extra four days would significantly help with his ankle healing. Right? I just thought tonight he just looked so tentative physically in terms of both defense and offense. Like, he was sort of trying to protect that ankle injury, and he was just wasn't quick.
0: He didn't look good on the court He, tonight. he didn't
1: look very good at all, so why play? And, and and it it dawned on me that this is probably his last game. So maybe Coach K is, knew that it was his last game and he's saying, okay, well, we've got to put Grayson out there one more time so
0: he can sort of have his moment. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that Coach K knows that. And I don't think, you know, that tonight was for the seniors. Grayson Allen was not one of the seniors. He didn't get one of those rounds of applause. First
1: no no um, I, I could be wrong, but the, the student section was chanting Grayson Allen, Grayson Allen. Grayson didn't have a single good basketball moment tonight, but he might have done something. I think it was actually this is really funny. He grabbed the rebound or did two you, you defensive end. You you saw when he tripped over Xavier and Rath on Mays's foot? Yeah. And he tried to sell it. He wasn't tripped. He wasn't It was no, not no, I, intentional. I actually I actually do think he tripped well, over the guy's it, left foot, but the guy it wasn't didn't intentional, Yeah, the man. guy didn't elevate his foot at all. And and when Duke came down to play offense, the the whole student section was yelling Grayson Allen, so I feel like they know also that he's yeah. gone. You know, as is probably Tatum and and possibly Kennard as well, but like Grayson has already built up a lot of capital with the student section. I mean, he's probably gone. And I feel like that probably played into Coach K playing him today.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Clearly,
1: clearly, physically, he he wasn't he wasn't capable.
0: I think Coach K just likes to play his guys, and I, I think he thinks of Grayson Allen as one you know of one guys. of his one of his guys, one of his best players, one of his you know floor generals. And uh, it was a tight game, and so he he wanted to play him. Uh, I, I don't think it was because it was senior night. Now let's let's talk about actual senior night, Emil Jefferson. Uh, who
1: is not a senior?
0: Not a senior. He's a sixth year senior. <laughs> <laughs> He's a
1: fifth year. He's a grad student. <laughs> Isn't this a seventh year? Uh, I think. Team? I think he had his uh, senior night moment last year. Also,
0: he didn't play last year. Yeah. Um,
1: but he also wasn't green lighted by the. He wasn't green by the NCAA to, in terms of okaying his uh, red shirt senior year. By then. No. Uh, yeah, that came in the off season. Okay. So at that, I think for Senior Night last year, he was probably recognized.
0: Gotcha. He it was uh, Emil's best game in a while. Six for six from the field. Yeah. He double digit rebounds. He still he hasn't had double digit rebounds in ten games.
1: This was his first double double of 2017. Think about that for a second. That's a long time.
0: Yeah, since the injury, he hasn't done it. No. Yeah. He um, you know, early in the season, I'll just I'll just read it off. He had 16 and 15, 17 and 15, 15 and 10, 15 and 6, 17 and 13, 20 and 9, 24 and 15, 10 and 12, 5 and 18, 13 and 7, 9 and 12. That was all games in a
1: row. Grant, Granted, a lot of those games are against like Marist and Grand Canyon University, and
0: Michigan State and Florida, and
1: and Kansas. Yeah, so... So it's mixed in. But I, I agree with you. He was a total animal. Yeah, it doesn't matter who animal. you're playing.
0: Penn State, Rhode Island. Yeah, you having 15 boards. It actually
1: does matter a great deal who you play. I mean, Rhode Island
0: and Penn State are big conference teams. 15 boards is 15 boards. Yeah. The Emil of the last couple months is not has not been playing that as big. So I mean he was getting more minutes then too. It's a playing, great great moment for him. Yeah. I'm glad real, I'm glad he Real played. happy
1: to see him uh end on such a good note. Yeah. Though I do also have to nitpick yeah. a little bit. He missed two front ends of one and ones down the stretch that could have cost us.
0: Yeah, luckily it didn't. But uh yeah, it was good to see him play yeah. really well. I'm gonna remember Emile Jefferson very well, regardless of what happens the rest uh, of the year. Absolutely. He's definitely one of my one of my favorites. He's
1: uh He's like a quote-unquote Duke guy. Yeah, I've actually a four, felt four-year guy, five-year guy.
0: Yeah, leader. leader. I felt bad recently because I was kind of thinking he wasn't playing very well, and maybe the injury was. He's in so hurting much pain. He's in so much pain. Yeah, it's just he, it's he, too he can't bad.
1: practice. Neither can Grayson. You yeah. know, he even after this game, he talked about the pain that he goes through in all these games that he's played recently, and he just he said tonight he just shut it out and just tried to. Not think about it and try to go out on a high note. So, if he's talking about it, you, you have to think that it's it's a pretty big factor. It's almost as if <clears throat> he's
0: shrunk a little bit. Yeah, he's like he's, he's like, just
1: not as physically dominant. Like uh, maybe he lost like muscle. Nimble. He's just not as nimble. Yeah, he just,
0: he just looks more slight to me. The second half of the season after the injury, which scares me a little bit because in four
1: days we're going up against Isaiah Hicks, Kennedy Meeks. Tony Bradley, Luke May.
0: Yeah, like, we might I, have to start two big guys. And I feel like, hello, Coach K. Minutes. We need we need to get these so, bigs in. Let's there. hold off on the UNC talk. Let's talk about Matt Jones. It was also senior night for him. Yes. Um, struggle. He's still struggling with the shot. You know. Yeah, the shots aren't. he hit one three. Okay, that's one. In the second half. Uh, he, he like, you know,
1: the last handful of games, I feel like it's been a lot of one for eight, two for nine type of games.
0: He's been he's played. Thirty-five minutes or more in each of the last seven games, in terms of the defensive side of the the ball, he's he's a big part of what we're doing still. Right. And on offense, you know, not a zero, but not not a huge factor. Right. It reminds me a little of Lance Thomas's role as a senior, uh, in that you know, big factor on defense, not a not like. Hard, hard, Lance Thomas had no stats on the offensive end, hardly. You know, yeah, an occasional I, offensive I, rebound. And I agree kick. with you. Uh, he was, I, I feel like even. Matt Jones as, is a better offensive player. Even,
1: even as was. a senior, I felt like Lance Thomas was still sort of like four and a half and four and a half, you know? Yeah, I just remember going over the
0: stats with you back then and be like, this guy. How can this six foot eight dude get like consistently under. Five rebounds. And I, th- I
1: think I think his career assist total was single digits.
0: Yeah, no no assists ever. <laughs> ever. But it's because he just didn't touch the ball in offense. So that wasn't his role. This team has a lot of ball dominant guys. A lot of guys in need shots. Yeah. And Matt Jones doesn't need them. So in a way, it provides some balance on the court.
1: I don't know. I feel like Matt Jones is still taking a lot of critical threes. Like against Miami, when we were down three to five points, he took a pretty early three with like a minute or two left, and you know, obviously didn't go in.
0: Yes, yeah, I feel
1: I feel like there are better options. You know, to go back to it's five
0: for twenty-four from the field in the these last three games, two of nine in the last two games each, and only two of eleven from three. Yeah, I mean there
1: there are there are three or four significantly better shooters than him. We should probably try to move the ball around. But he he also what I
0: don't like is when he takes an early in the shot clock. Yeah, three, but they're not guarding him. And he feels, It incom- if, if, just feels it's, if it's to if keep it's the an, defense honest, got hit one three, If it's an
1: open three, I don't mind him shooting it.
0: And when he makes it, it opens up the offense because it makes people guard him.
1: Yeah, he, he, he actually does a real good like shot fake, one dribble to his left to get separation and then shoots a threes. Uh, Jason Tatum has the same move. Um, and, and that looks pretty when it goes in. Just yeah. lately it hasn't gone in very much.
0: The percentage watch puts him at 34% on the year for threes for threes and last year he shot over 40 the year before 41%. 40 yeah 415 376 the year before. Right now it's 341. Hopefully he heats up down the stretch because he's going to be on the court. Yeah. So, uh but in terms of his contribution over the four years, he in, he played a big part in, in the national championship it's game. Great. He's he's just a, he's
1: I feel like he's, you know, the cliche glue guy. You know, 6 foot 6 Great defender, doesn't need a lot in terms of offensive contributions, but he's still capable enough as an off, like as an offensive player, and vocal
0: talks. Coach K gave him a vicious three part hug. Yeah, coming off the court like multiple yeah, squeezes right and then he a he, bit of a kiss on the on the cheek no it was yeah, uh, on the head no, it was like, like it was
1: very much like uh, what he did with Quinn Cook in the final four in 2015 like he would grab his neck bring him in and then kiss him on the back of the head
0: i think quinn cook got the stronger one but but matt jones clearly matt, matters matt to jones coach is Kater. one of his
1: guys i feel like yeah. matt jones is probably second in line to become an assistant coach at duke
0: they mentioned that on the broadcast tonight it was interesting uh Aren't you going to ask me who's first in line? So you think Matt Jones is second in line yes. to cur- in current players? Uh, just there's one guy ahead of him in the whole program. Yeah. Can I take a guess? Of course. Is he currently in currently playing? No. Oh, he's not currently playing because I would have said Quinn Cook might have a shot. No, Quinn Cook Dallas got
1: signed fan. by the Dallas
0: Mavericks. I know, got, I know. He got a few minutes. Yeah, I mean, like five years from now. Whatever. Guess who he's backing up? Seth Curry. Who's just killing it. Who's backing up Yogi Ferrell. Okay. And, and Yogi Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. Seth Curry is killing it. Uh, I don't know. Who do you, who do you think it's going to be?
1: I think Who's number one? I think the first guy Coach K is going to call if if he needs an assistant is uh, Greg Paulus.
0: Really? Yeah. Greg Paulus. That surprises you?
1: Yeah. He's I, a captain?
0: Isn't he coaching somewhere else?
1: He's an assistant coach at Ohio State.
0: Yeah, I think... I don't know. I think because... Um, because Greg Paulus transferred to Syracuse to play football that extra year. What do you, after he graduated
1: from Duke, he was a grad student.
0: Right. And then took a coaching job outside the Coach K tree.
1: Because there are no openings.
0: Yeah. I just don't know if Coach K looks at Greg Paulus as a winner. I think he does. I mean, I, I think he, he liked Greg Paulus when he was here. But Greg the Greg Paulus years were, uh, were Paul's very had- up and down. That wasn't but,
1: necessarily his fault. Okay. I feel like Greg Paulus uh, shot terribly his senior year, but his first three years he was a very good shooter, and then he just, his confidence got shot. His Man, senior he, could year
0: whip, he could whip a pass around
1: the court. Yeah, I just remember like he had the occasional game where he had 13 assists, you know? True yeah. point guard. But, yeah, those those years weren't very good. You know, he had had that early exit to, I think, VCU. He was
0: on the Josh McRoberts teams. Yeah, I
1: mean, but he stayed all four years. McRoberts left after two years. Uh, He was also there for the uh, Villanova beatdown Sweet 16 in 2009.
0: Played with DeMarcus Nelson, a little bit with Gerald Henderson.
1: DeMarcus Nelson never respected him. Even, like, if uh, Nelson had the ball and he was bringing it up and then Paulus would go up to him demanding the ball. I felt like Nelson would give him the ball like, in a disrespectful manner, like he would just fling it sort of without looking at him.
0: We'll have to ask DeMarcus when we have him on the podcast <laughs> next week if, if he'll admit to disrespecting Greg Paulus. Uh, I was thinking Rashid Solomon might come back and be the next assistant. Not funny. <laughs> Not uh, funny. Yeah, so Matt Jones, uh, I can see Matt Jones on the staff in, in a few years. Hopefully he can, can make some money in Europe or something. Israel maybe maybe they'll take him in China they need glue guys there uh, you know, then uh, again I, I Lance killed... Thomas is in the NBA and who's to say Matt Jones can't be some sort of Garrett Temple like uh, NBA player he like works on that three he could be a three and D guy uh, three as a, and D guy yeah as a two guard potentially I don't see it I don't, I don't think he has too but, much I mean, of a chance I, I never you never thought, know He's I never thought run.
1: Marshall Plumlee would be in the NBA uh,
0: He's not. He's on the Knicks. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. He didn't even get drafted. They signed him to like a multi-year contract. And he doesn't even... Multi-year? I believe so. I believe he got like a two-year minimum deal with like a partial guarantee. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Wow. And he's on the team with Lance Thomas. All right. So uh, thank you to the seniors. Yes. Especially to these two guys. Because, you know...
1: Duke has been so reliant on one and Duns in like last five years or so. Um, you know, for people to stick around four years, you can't be that good. Like, if you're really good, you're you're gone in a year or two. So, like,
0: well, you just can't be. Yeah, you can't be
1: that good. You can't be like really dominant good. But you need these kinds you of guys. You for sure need these guys because, like, if you look at like Villanova last year, UNC last year, they're senior laden, junior laden. You know, with the with the occasional freshman stud,
0: yeah, that's that's true. You know, like if you, now, Villanova doesn't have a bunch of McDonald's All Americans, one and done players. Or at least they didn't used to. They uh, they still don't. They're going to start getting more of them now, I think. Are they? Yeah, I think so. Nice campus, great coach. They've had some pretty good players over the years. I can't, they just don't get like multiple yeah. McDonald's All Americans every year. But you win the national championship one year, and then you're in the top five all year the next year you can get some players. Okay. Um, I,
1: I, I would disagree with you, but okay. It's not like,
0: you know, Villanova <laughs> does have like six or seven guys in the NBA. They're yeah. I mean, but, yes. But back to the point, you don't, you need these kind of guys that stay three or four years. I mean, I guess maybe for, I'm, for, I'm a little concerned. Like who are the guys that are going to be like this in, in this class? What do you mean? I mean, which of these guys are staying three or four years? I mean, and playing significant minutes, like Chase Jeter, is he is he coming back? Is if I were Chase Jeter, I would transfer. Yeah, I would too.
1: I think next next year's team is going to be Frank's team. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope Luke comes back, but he's probably not.
0: I guess was, Grayson Allen's one of these guys. He's here three years. He should have gone. He should have gone. He should have gone. He's just but uh, poor guy. I think in order to encourage some of these other guys to stay. They shouldn't just play six or seven guys. And, I mean, absolutely. And like, I don't know. I mean, these guys are Jack studs. White and Delarier. These, are, these like, guys are studs. Well, I don't know if they're studs, but they're they could Chase, be. Chase Gito was a top eleven recruit in the entire. If you yeah, yeah. he could you, be a good college basketball player. So could so could the other guys. Like, and, and they should be. I mean, I, that's that that
1: that has to be a um, an indictment of the coaching. Like yeah, who? Who else are you gonna blame? Like Marquis Bolden, you're gonna say it's his fault? Like the kid's not trying? I mean, I, I just don't buy it.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't understand it either. I mean, we talk about it every week. Yeah, we can, um, we can skip. What else you got? So seniors, thank you, and hopefully we get to see him for another uh, another ten games.
1: Uh. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're in a tie for fourth in the ACC. I feel like we're at, probably gonna finish fifth.
0: Okay. You know, we're gonna finish. Uh, Florida State has
1: one game left. We're at, ten
0: and five. We're gonna. So we're gonna go.
1: We are eleven and five. Eleven and five, tied, tied with uh, Florida State, also eleven and five. And then there are three teams ahead of us who will will we probably won't catch.
0: And it's just Carolina on the schedule now.
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: So we're gonna play seventeen ACC games.
1: No, everyone's gonna play
0: eighteen. And we're eleven and five.
1: Eleven and six,
0: some sort. Eleven and six, okay. Yeah, Yeah. so you know we're gonna be a dog at at North Carolina. I I actually feel good. Yeah, Uh, I would love to to finish out. If we could finish out the year with a sweep of Carolina in the regular season,
1: no, Coach K, you're a failure.
0: (laughs) If If we can do that, I won't. I won't feel like the season was 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 like if we don't real like kind of bad if we don't get like to, right now I feel like the season is like definitely in the column of a disappointment if, if we
1: don't reach the second weekend of the NCAA tournament I will feel like the season is an utter every year, disaster every year utter disaster utter disaster yeah it's utter disaster
0: I'm in the di- I'm still in the it's in the disappointment column and there's still some hope and we, did, we have won a couple of games lately that were good. We've, we've lost we've, a couple. We, we have we great wins. You know? Yeah, we have some really at good At
1: Virginia, wins. at home against UNC, at Notre Dame.
0: And we beat you on LV. Florida by, State. By like 45 points. <laughs> That's the only game I, I was at, so I'm undefeated this like,
1: year. I feel like, okay, so the UNC <laughs> game, you know, we're probably going to be a dog. Yeah. If we lose, we're probably going to be like a five-seed seat, five seat in the ACC tournament, which means we don't get the double-bye. You know, we're going to have to win four games to win the ACC tournament, even though that's not really that realistic of a... I mean, it's possible, but it's unrealistic to win four games against...
0: Four games playing five players. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, plus,
1: I mean, this ACC uh, conference is... Just just like, you know, people are saying it's historically, historically tough, historically great.
0: Yeah, it just seems like there's certain teams we match up well against and certain teams we don't. Like... We don't want to see Miami. We don't want to see Florida State early rounds. We want to see Virginia. Somehow we want to match up with Virginia in that, like. Somehow we're 20, 21
1: and 3 against Virginia in the last 24 games. So it seems, uh, seems like we did much better than we should have.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we generally do pretty well against these zone defense teams. Against Syracuse, I and felt I felt like, it, especially in the
1: second half in the tail end of the second half, like uh, we just couldn't attack that Syracuse zone. It improved in the in the first half. I thought we actually played pretty well. Uh, Luke was very effective as that entry point, like right on the free throw line. Yeah,
0: it was Kennard playing the high post. Yeah, it was surprised because you
1: thought it was going to be Tatum. Yeah, and I I would tend to agree with you there. <laughs> and I thought Luke played pretty pretty well there. Played real well, I but thought, in the, in in the, the first half, in the second half it just seemed like we. Couldn't get the ball inside at all.
0: What we had was a really effective game plan that worked super well in the first half, and the execution on just finishing plays didn't didn't happen. Like we could have been up by 15 points at halftime uh, easily. I mean, and we, we weren't.
1: We blew probably like four or five fast break opportunities. Um, I meant I meant to say this earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got like either a steal or, or a long rebound, and it was three on one. Matt Jones had the ball on the right hand side. Did I already say this? This is embarrassing. This play. Did I, I did I say this? No, but I remember and, the play. T- t- it was, was like
0: they did. They didn't know how to play. They it was, didn't know how it to it play like open
1: court basketball. Bad news bears fast break offense. <laughs> so Matt Jones is dribbling on the right hand side. He has Jason Tatum in the middle, and he's got Grayson Allen on the left. And all Syracuse has is John Gillen, six foot one, six foot two guard. It's a three on one. I mean, pass. The I'm ball, not. Move I'm, the ball. I'm not saying I'm a great basketball player, but I. In the organized basketball that I played, you center the ball and you have two good options on the wings, right? But what Matt Jones does is he throws a cross-court pass to Grayson Allen who immediately tries to throw it to Jason Tatum. Like a quick touch pass. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just... Anytime it's three-on-one, two-on-one, like four-on-two, like it should be pretty easy buckets, but it seems you just, like...
0: You get the defender to commit one way, and you...
1: Wait till he commits, and then dish off. Sure. Or if he doesn't commit,
0: then take it yourself. Yeah, there were a couple of open court opportunities that they just completely blew. Yeah. T- just completely blew. Tatum also, I felt like. Yeah. A couple.
1: It's, uh, it was unusual. So all those points we could have used, you know, we got unlucky with those... You know what that is, like though? Two bank shots. That's that, that, coaching. That's that,
0: coaching. That, it's ball handling. It's coaching. It's a lack of... Just a lack of ball handling at every position. It's a, a small, small deficiency in ball handling, where other teams in the past, other really good Duke teams, the players play with more overall poise in the way they handle the ball. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, so uh, we're we're destined now for. Probably a three seed or a four seed or maybe a five seed. Worst yeah, case, that seems like a good range. Six, not out of the realm. We run the table. If we lose UNC and then
1: in the first yeah. game of the ACC tournament, yeah, I could see us being a six. Yeah,
0: we run but, the table. We're gonna, we could be. We'll be a. we'll be a two seed. But
1: having said that, I mean, I still like our team. You know, there's there's no truly dominant college basketball team you know the team that's way up there right now is Kansas and we played them tough to the end we lost on the last second shot
0: I really like I like the talent without any of our freshmen yep that was a different version of the team that team really knew who they were you know
1: yeah, because all the freshmen at the time were X-Factors or were unknown variables. The and they looked There's fantastic. They were in suits. <laughs> they were in those when Brooks Brothers suits. When the
0: freshmen were in suits, we thought our <laughs> team knew who they were. Chase Jeter was playing. and Everyone was healthy. It, it was sort of a more comfortable version of the team. And that team played to its potential. What's frustrating is you get these super talented freshmen sort of in the mix, Jason Tatum at least, and now,
1: and now Frank Jackson. And now Frank Jackson.
0: But but are they're no longer living up to their potential? Like it's not as good a team. They're not playing as well as they possibly could. Yeah, and that's what's satisfying I what rooting for a team. You want them to reach their potential, fulfill whatever it is. Even if they're not that good, and they just play great and they almost win some games, great. But this team has enough talent where you think they could be great. And we just don't play great consistently. In spurts, yeah. we play does, pretty good. Does it
1: bother you also that um, I can't remember the last game where we just blew out a team? You know, I thought it was going to happen today against Florida State. We we got up 19 points. We yes. just I can't remember the last game where we we're up by 30 points and then we're just, you know, playing out the string at the last, you know, eight, ten minutes of a game.
0: Yeah, we actually did not cover yeah. the point spread tonight. We
1: we never seen that. That bacon co- three? Cover. Right at, right. No, it was a layup. He just went for a layup. Like, for, I think Frank Jackson missed the last of a two free throw opportunity. No, no,
0: that didn't do it. It was the play before. That, okay, they, they they came down. And they they
1: were, hit two two lucky bu- buckets, yeah. and there was definitely one layup at the tail end, like it was right a seven, before the buzzer.
0: The line I saw was seven and a half, and it was a nine point game. They missed one yeah, of the two just, free throws, and then it came down in a three.
1: That's it's another troubling sign is that this team hasn't been very good closing out either the first half or the end of the games. You know, like, big reason we lost that NC State game is we had a 12-point lead going into halftime, but we allowed them to cut it to six points with, like, 30 right. 30, 30 seconds left. Well, like, both, we just turned the ball over. And,
0: both Syracuse and NC State games, we clearly should have won. Yeah, We didn't—I don't—like, when I look at that game, I don't think we lost the game on the last play. We lost the game in the first half, early in the second half, when we— should, didn't make plays the lead Yeah Build up a big lead Build right. up we more of a we, Yeah And this felt like It wasn't as urgent As it should have been We didn't play like We played against Carolina at home
1: Yeah but I mean
0: On, 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 the on one view. hand
1: You know I could say You know It's because the ACC Is so great But we do the same thing Against like even Bad ACC teams You know like
0: I'm checking your math But The last game We really blew someone out Was that Georgia Tech game Yeah That
1: was what like January 4th. About like 15 games ago. Yeah, twenty. was games 15 ago.
0: games ago. <laughs> and, th- and that that was one of those games where I was like, oh, this team, I was feeling pretty decent about the team at that moment. Right. And then we haven't won a game by more than 10 or 11 points since. Yeah.
1: I mean, again, like we don't have to. And it's it's actually good that we've got a ton of experience in these close games. Right. Because we're, getting we're better. Gonna, yeah, playing we're going to be in close games, games. In, in March if
0: we, if we go deep. But but if, but if you look at our championship teams, yeah, we even in the tournament, even in tournament, right? every game by ten points.
1: Uh, I don't know if Some that's true. Like if you look at the 2015 team, we played Utah first, we beat them by five or six points mm-hmm. with against Dillon Wright. The next game was against uh, Gonzaga, also a close game. I mean, we we were dominant in the first weekend against the all the the 20 teams that shouldn't be there. The, the, the small conference winners.
0: Um, Yeah, so, you know, this team is not a great team that blows out other teams. I st- we, I still feel w- like I've given up on we it. We could be.
1: I feel like we could be. Uh,
0: I don't, We're running out of I don't think, time. Don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. We
1: are running out of time, but we could be. Uh, I just feel like fine. if Coach K would give the car keys to Frank Jackson and let him do his thing, that would up our
0: chances so um, what else you got on your yellow notepad Peter nothing I got the hugs at the end of the game we addressed that, that was very important uh, um, Mill Jefferson got a nice hug did you know Frank Jackson's dad is a state senator uh, I think I heard that not a while big deal, ago. he
1: looked very distinguished uh, yeah so Frank Jackson must be buttoned up you
0: know carries himself well that's very impressive. Yeah, <laughs> great. Uh, I'd never seen Emile Jefferson's father before. Yeah, doesn't have his last name. Yeah. He looked like he was pretty fired up. I think I was, everybody was pretty fired was up. Glad to see him having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. They, it is one of these weird things, these Duke parents. Some of them show up to every game. They move to Durham, you know, from different parts of the country to watch. Uh, it's always struck me as like slightly odd. Although, if my kid was that good at basketball, I guess maybe I would,
1: too. You would just quit your job and, and then just enjoy the process yeah, and, until they get to the NBA. And meal's
0: dad, like, it's sort of healthy, probably, that it, that I haven't, Hadn't seen, I haven't them. seen him before.
1: I remember uh, seeing Shire's parents there all the time. I remember Chris Duhon's mom moved out there with with their, with their his brother. started with
0: Calvin Hill, I think. Calvin Hill? Really? They were there I mean, for every game? No, I don't think they were there for every home game, but... You know, as a kid watching Duke play in the tournament, Um, he was always there. They would crash a lot. Yeah, they would just show him on TV because he was a famous football player. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, uh, UNC on uh, Saturday. We need to figure out a way to watch the game together. Please, let's make this happen. I did invite you the last couple of games to the house, but you've been, like, out of town playing poker.
1: It's not true. No? I would wake up to text inviting me over, but the game was already over.
0: (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we do keep some people do keep it regular hours. Poker players keep it regular poker hours. Uh, I used to do that before I had all these children. <laughs> now I wake up every day at five thirty to uh, to my son standing over me in bed, like lean like on top of my face. Which one, Ben? Ben whispering something to me. And it's just I just like it's scary. Scary when your children wake you up in a dead sleep, unexpectedly. That's scary. It's a little scary sometimes. Doesn't melt your heart? Uh, nope, nope. I usually think. Do you uh, respond with anger? I try not to. I try to. train yourself? I usually just say, "Shh, lay down, lay down at the end of the bed." You know, Daddy <laughs> wants five more minutes. Five thirty. I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. Surprise!
1: Um, surprise! You're out here late
0: at night doing this pod. Yeah, well, I needed to squeeze it in because we got stuff tomorrow. We got stuff going on. Okay,
1: yeah, but uh, so Duke UNC, I think it's gonna be a big game. Um, We're probably not gonna win, but I have high hopes. And then, um,
0: it's like a free roll.
1: Yeah, I feel like in the ACC (laughs) tournament, we need to get like one or two wins, and then just not have a. Like one or two wins, I think, should be fine to lock up a respectable seed.
0: I mean, I'm gonna. I'm not expecting this team to go to the final four. So I'm going to enjoy this Carolina game. I'm going to try to enjoy the ACC tournament for what it is. Do 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 you subscribe to people who say you should not not win the ACC tournament because it is be so
1: tired out for the NCAA's? I mean, especially with Coach K playing our three best players forty minutes. uh, I think it's BS. Yeah, I just
0: think it's BS. I think I think it has nothing to do with it. But when a great team wins its conference tournament and then gets knocked out of the tournament. People can't help but be like, oh, I wonder if that was partly why. Right. And then when a team wins the NCAAs and they didn't win their conference tournament, they go, oh, see? And it's just one of these narratives that gets... Just Monday, Monday, Monday morning
1: quarterbacking. People it, analyze it however they want.
0: Yeah, it's just uh, it's one of these things that appears like it's probably a trend. But, of course, it's it's 40%, right? Yeah. Forty percent chance the team wins the national championship. Maybe forty to sixty percent they they won their conference tournament. So you can tell yourself either story, you know. Hmm. I would say it's much smaller than that. Gonzaga lost their first game. It was it was their
1: final regular season game. It wasn't the tournament.
0: Yeah, no, I'm saying that they, they, they're not an undefeated threat. <laughs> yeah. So no, the, I just I'm, the Hoosiers I'm, can yeah. uh, rest easy. <laughs> what else is going on in college basketball?
1: Um, no, I, I only ask because. I feel like if we get into the ACC tournament as a five seed, and we have to win four games to win the ACC tournament, and you know he's going to play Kennard and Jones and Tatum 40 minutes each, I would be a little bit concerned about our first weekend of the NCAA tournament if that that were to
0: play out. Mm, Not me. I think this team needs all the experience, gameplay, coaching points they can get.
1: I feel like the seven guys he typically plays, they have the experience. The people who need the experience— are Marquise Bolden, Harry Giles. I'm still, I'm still Chase hoping
0: Cheater. Giles can extend to a bigger role. Yeah, you know, I'm still rooting for that because I know he has He's, the biggest upside on the team. Out of, you know, all the big man. I know Bolden has upside too. Yeah. I'm rooting. I'm still rooting every game to see him on the damn court. Right. You know, and it's like almost always disappointing, but uh, maybe they're doing good work in practice. Maybe they're ready for that. Maybe Coach K will use them more in a situation like the ACC tournament where it is three straight games back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. But uh, the way this team's playing, we're lucky if they play three straight games in any way, shape, I, or yeah, form. I, I sort of agree with you that yeah. we'll
1: be lucky if they play three three consecutive games.
0: I'm just rooting for wins. I'm rooting for good play and wins. I want to see him play good defense. I want to see him make good decisions on offense and uh, you know, let the chips fall where they may.
1: Yeah. A lot of good teams in the ACC. A lot of good teams. I feel like there are half a dozen teams that could get to the at least the second weekend. Yeah, I'm, it's the, a good year I'm, to buy tournament. a ticket
0: to the ACC tournament if you have an opportunity to do so. In Brooklyn? Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. This, is this the
1: first year that the ACC tournament has been in New York?
0: Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we, we're the new Big East. We even stole all their teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I never understood that whole realignment stuff. But, I mean, yeah, the ACC is just so packed now.
0: I mean, it is—it so is—it's a more exciting ACC tournament than it used to be, when it was just the four teams from North Carolina, Georgia Tech, Virginia, Maryland, and uh, Florida State, and uh, missing one, UVA. Yeah, uh, and because every year, because that eight-nine game was like humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, we were in it that one year, right? We were, we're in it our, our, our freshman year with the P ed Coach. Cherokee Park
1: said, hey, if Coach K comes back, I feel like we can win the ACC tournament and then get into the NCAA tournament that I believe
0: way. we beat NC State in that 8-9 game.
1: Did we? But, um, uh, that, somebody
0: can fact-check me.
1: That year was such a then disappointment.
0: We, yeah, it was. Uh, do you want? Quinn, we, we mentioned Quinn Cook. Congrats to Quinn for for scoring a ten. It's only a ten day contract. Yeah. Hopefully he plays what I saw in his first game. He didn't. He, shot he didn't one seem for to. Five. Yeah, he didn't didn't put one, up good numbers.
1: One bucket. Uh, but I was surprised he went to Dallas.
0: He went wherever. Yeah, I mean obviously wherever he was take him.
1: He, I'm surprised that Dallas reached out to him.
0: Yeah, he was on that list for the New Orleans spot. Yeah. And uh, they ended up signing Hollis Thompson. Uh, who played in the 76ers for the last few years. Hmm. It's like a 40% three-point range shooter. Okay. And like with size from Georgetown. So like that's understandable. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's weird because a lot of us thought, "Oh, look, Yogi Farrell did that. Quinn Cook could have been doing that." And then Dallas said, "Hey, Yogi Farrell did that. Why don't we why don't we sign Quinn Cook?" So
1: maybe they're tanking. Yeah,
0: I am going to try to watch one of those games on League Pass, yeah. the next next Mavericks game and uh, take a look maybe you know I'll report back on next week's podcast we're gonna, we should probably just do one after UNC before the ACC tournament yeah for yeah, sure and uh, you know probably after the ACC tournament but if we're playing well and we're feeling it maybe right before the final game before the NCAA seeds come out would be oh, a good if time we, if we it. get to the title game yeah yeah, title. yeah, yeah,
1: what do, what do you think the percentage chance of us getting to the ACC title game is
0: uh 30% <laughs> <laughs> What do you think?
1: <laughs> You're joking, right? What you think it's higher? I mean, it's definitely not thirty <laughs> percent.
0: Uh, I don't know. We basically have to win two games that are probably sixty percent. One of, probably one game that's like seventy percent, and one game that's like fifty percent. It's thirty-five percent. It's probably thirty-five to thirty-eight. We're gonna have to win
1: three games to get to the title game.
0: Not necessarily. Are, are we? Pretty sure. Okay. Well, the first game, what's our percentage chance to win? be pretty high. 80? 80, 85? No, not that high. Okay. Second game? Second game will let's, be a top let's, eight. Yeah. Let's just say that uh, the Elite
1: Eight game... Let's say we're the five seed. And the Final Four game for us would be like 50-50 coin flips.
0: All right. Let's say we're the five seed and we're playing the 12th seed. Yeah. Which is like pit, right?
1: I don't think it quite works out that way, but Okay.
0: Okay. Oh, the top four because they're
1: they're it's like a weird it's a weird tournament structure. Right? How many
0: teams are in this? Yeah, I fifteen. I see. Fifteen. Teams. And so,
1: fifteen teams. That means they're playing games, and then there are more playing games, and then there are four teams that have a double buy, and then there are either two or four teams that have a single buy, and we'll have a
0: single. Yeah, buy. this is too complicated. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm gonna. I feel I think like, my thirty percent guess is pretty good. No, it's way too high. Oh, too high. Way too high. I see. I thought you meant too low. No. So you think it's more like 20%? Less than 20? Yeah. Man, you were tough. Uh, I think I think it's sort of one of these things. Like either we're gonna be playing well or we're not. And if we are if we're not playing well. Do you think we're playing well? I think we are kind of halfway there.
1: I think we're playing well. I think we're playing on the defensive end we're playing. I felt like Syracuse and Miami were just a couple of outliers. We just had really tough shooting nights. You know, we shot 32%, we shot 39%. Usually we don't shoot like that. Usually we shoot like high forty percent.
0: We've basically played ten straight close games in the ACC against a pretty tough schedule. Yeah. And we've won
1: against a lot of good teams. And we've won eight of those games. Yeah.
0: But they were all pretty close. Right. So it seems like we're playing pretty well, but we're yeah. not playing well enough. To all
1: the play. other teams are good. You know. Yeah, mostly. Which, which factors in. Anyway, okay. yeah, I, I, I think I, Clemson
0: I think... still almost beat us at home. Yeah, even the, one even wins. even the
1: quote unquote bad teams like and Wake is sort yeah. of in the bottom tier and they they gave us a, a game and
0: um, yeah, we should have lost to Wake but yeah on the road Any, yeah I don't
1: know so I just, we're playing pretty well I I, I like how we're playing
0: I, I I prefer the the defense and the I prefer the defense playing better yeah. and the I know the offense can can improve
1: I just feel like we we should have something set. Like, that game against Miami, nobody was making any perimeter shots. No no one. Except maybe Frank Jackson a little bit. Yeah, I did want to say this. I mean, shouldn't they, like, go a a different route? Like, Giles, Jefferson.
0: Yeah, I did want to say we have a disbalance in our offense. Is that a word? Imbalance. Disbalance? We have a dis... It's okay. We have dysentery (laughs) in our offense, Peter. Uh, An imbalance between, you know, perimeter scoring... Uh, and the big guys, you know, down low, we're not, we're not posting up very much yeah, the, at all.
1: The interior is a very low priority.
0: Yeah, and be- well, because of that, it's making life harder on our perimeter guys.
1: Mm, I think they're just missing. I mean, like, I went back and I looked at the Syracuse game and the Miami game. Good looks when the ball comes off their hand as they're shooting. It looks like a good shot. They've just if, been missing.
0: If they could, if they, if they were throwing the ball to Harry Giles more. More often, yeah, I agree. It would keep the defense more yeah. honest. I agree with
1: you. And Frank and so, Jackson attacking the rim like that, and that Luke, keeps yeah that keeps Luke, the defense Luke more Canard honest. Luke Kennard dribble penetrating and doing any number of options, sort of like close to the basket. And I feel like that's played out the whole year. Like I don't think we're a perimeter, like live and, live and die by the three type of team. I feel like there's more balance than what you're saying, but I agree with you. Our post presence and our post scoring is not a priority at all.
0: And I know post offense is is a bit of a dinosaur at this day and age, but you, you you can run different kinds of sets and plays, like we mentioned, these pick and roll possibilities. You know, could, could Tatum be a pick and roll guy? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, maybe Tatum's. Do
1: you, Do you think Tatum Tatum ideally is just think, unstoppable? Do you right? think Jason like, Tatum set a single pick in high school?
0: Uh, in high school? I mean, high school doesn't matter. To I don't think so. I mean, AAU, I
1: think he expected people to pick for him.
0: He he was just the man. He was yeah, clearly the of man. Course. And he's, he's, he's still, still pretty much he, the man. He's still even, the man. Even on a team with... Like, look, Lucanard can't get a shot off against a certain type of defense. Not No one's going to ever stop Jason Tatum from getting a shot off. I See, I
1: disagree with you. I, mean, I feel I, like the shots he gets off are going to be low percentage. I'd much rather live and die with Kennard.
0: If we were playing, when we're playing that ultra-athletic team, like Florida State tonight, Tatum is a better counterpiece to the type of defense they play than Kennard. At least that inside the three-point line, right? Okay. Like, if you notice tonight, Kennard struggled once he got into the lane against other teams he could... I
1: felt like he adjusted. I mean, for sure he got his shot swatted like at least twice, but then he adjusted. He he started shooting a little bit farther out and he mm -hmm. would just drop drop it right in like he's a very smart
0: player. You see you saw it with Grayson Allen last year against Kentucky. Right? Uh, Like there's a certain level of athleticism that eliminates the effectiveness of certain types of athletes just penetrating and trying to finish in the lane, whether it's even a pull up or trying to get to the rim. And against a really good defensive team that is a certain has like real athletes and shot blockers. You're
1: saying Cunard will get eaten up.
0: I'm just saying he's going to be less effective
1: than than, than Tatum.
0: Than some well Tatum Tatum's gonna stop himself, right? By taking yeah, bad shots. I
1: feel it, like, yeah.
0: Right? But but Tatum Tatum's going to get a shot off. He would off. just attack. The he's going to get his if he can get it. Yeah. You know? And like cuz he's he's the better athlete. I mean, Isaac's obviously a great. He's athlete he's too. for sure
1: the better athlete, but like when he comes up short or somehow misses like in transition fast breaks, I feel like you know, Gerald Henderson would just go up and dunk it. And and I wonder why Tatum doesn't do that.
0: I am a little I'm surprised he hasn't finished stronger. Especially against like, smaller guys. Because you can bring violence him. to the rim. Yeah. We've seen it a few times. Yeah, um, He's like probably he,
1: gassed for playing every minute of every yeah. game for the he, last month.
0: He is playing so hard on the defensive end. Yeah. Like his defensive effort. By the way, Luke Kennard's defensive effort has come up the last couple weeks. Have you noticed that? He stinks. His, his effort on the glass, too. He's blocked some shots, dude. Yeah. he's and like He
1: actually had a vicious block, I think, last uh, Yeah, tonight. from
0: off the ball. Yeah. Coming over like he's playing better help defense. There's still time. he's also been
1: attacked by quick guards and they just blow right by him. Yeah, my
0: guess is in the in the in the film room, he's getting called on the carpet and he's he's accepted the challenge a little bit. He's still not going to be a great great defensive player, any kind of shutdown stopper. But but he's got good hands and uh, I feel like he stepped up. I think that's part of the improvement. Hmm. And you know, Grayson Allen just his health seems to have taking a little turn for the worse here I
1: really hope his ankle wasn't made worse by playing tonight
0: yeah um, alright uh, so anything we'll, else anything under miscellany we're at the hour mark
1: yeah I think that's good Well, we've got the UNC game we've got the ACC tournament and then looking for that special podcast uh, for filling out the bracket that'll be fun
0: okay that sounds good sounds, sounds great good. yeah yeah tournaments. I love tournaments. This is actually This is the big best this stretch
1: This is of actually my favorite time of the year coming up. March it's, Madness it's, that first weekend.
0: Until we lose and just Like if we th- those burn, years burns. when we
1: <laughs> lost to Lehigh, when we lost to Mercer, I mean, I don't I'm not even sure I any anymore of the tournament afterwards. It was just such a punch in the gut. But like the 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 season just abrupts. It it ends so quickly and you it's just over. Yeah. Like, it's just something you you have to live and die with. I mean, we've we've been pretty spoiled by the number of championships we've won and the Final Fours we've gone to.
0: As much as I enjoyed watching this particular team because it's such an interesting jigsaw puzzle to follow your analogy they've been trying to put together. Yeah. I don't feel...
1: A connection to it.
0: I don't feel particularly attached to the team as a whole. I mean, I love the team. But as compared to some of the other teams, the 2015 team I really loved. But I'm hoping I get. I'm hoping they they, they get me. They bring you over up. the next couple of weeks. I'm like, I'm close. I'm yeah. close. I I actually love watching Tatum. I'm rooting pretty hard for Tatum <laughs> at this point. I'm love, riding. I'm I riding love, for Tatum. I love you're watching for Frank, Frank Jackson. Jackson. He's the key to that whole process. You're, you're Frank, Frank Jackson. I mean, that was a glorious little run he had today. I hope he remembers it. I hope. I hope they. They, cop, they They, further that, that uh, momentum that he has. He's on an arc. Grayson's arc is a little sidetracked at the moment. I mean,
1: I feel bad for Grayson. I I hope he gets better, and I hope we do well in March. All right. Anyway,
0: good Good talking to you, my friend. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah.
1: Um, Go to hell, Carolina. Go to hell.
0: Yeah, we're not gonna do a Carolina preview. We'll Fuck do, those guys. We'll do we'll, a Carolina Post. we we'll, yeah. After we, uh, after we pull off the win and the sweep, that'll be great. We'll get together. All, All right, right. good dude. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.